Welcome to the Flicky Podcast, where even good films get bad reviews. I am your host, Chris, and I am joined by the star of the Flicky Podcast, Mr. John. How you doing? I'm all right, man. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Yes. So uh, you've seen Jurassic Park, right? Yes. You know how uh, Malcolm says life has, like, life finds a way? Okay. Well, yes. uh, life gets in the way sometimes, so we haven't been around for a month and a half for various reasons. Has it been that long? Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's too long. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it, that, it, it is what so it we is. Took a, we took a mini sabbatical. A, a sabbatical. Yeah, a sabbatical from watching Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that was one of the reasons uh, why we just couldn't. I, I finished it. John wasn't able to finish no, no. it. <laughs> So I had it was a long dark road. <laughs> yeah, that I had to climb out of. I almost killed myself. That's what happened. That's why we're being missing. Well, you you didn't you decided to be not like the dwarves and dig too greedily before you found the Balrog. Right. Yeah. You know. Um, let's just get it out of the way. Uh, the show sucks. I finished it. <laughs> I watched it a few times. I don't know how you did it. So just so everyone knows, because you told me this was and it was shocking. You, Chris has watched every episode twice. At least twice. There's some episodes so, I saw three times. Because Chris hates himself. Yeah. <laughs> and he loves to torture himself. Because that, that is... The Da Vinci that Code. That is torture. Paul, yeah. Paul it's it's self, self-flagellation. I mean, it's that's literally a form of torture. Yeah. So, it's, it's not a good show. Um, I couldn't get past episode four. I just couldn't do it. I mean, we were supposed to do episodes three and four. So I was yeah. like, once we pick back up, we're going to do... And then after, after episode four, I was planning to tell you... We are done doing the show. We're done. I can't. It's, it's a show good. about a villain. It's starring a villain named Galadriel. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Okay. And I, I, I've spoiled it for myself. So I know a bunch of what happens oh, later boy. on. I don't know yeah. a lot of the details the spe- the, 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 down to the specifics. But um, mm-hmm. uh, a fake Aragorn is evil Aragorn. He's, he's, Sauron. he's Sauron. Yeah. Like we said, and like you called off the He wants Galadriel bat. to be his queen. His queen. Right. Yeah. Um, I just I started laughing when I saw that. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how uh, <laughs> stupid the elves are on the show? I mean, this was Very. a running theme that I brought up again and again, how they're just like people. Yeah. Um, supposed to have lived for thousands of years, and they, they have no knowledge of anything, apparently. Bro, they know, so they know he's Sauron, and they still make rings. And it's not the, the rings yet that we know of. Yeah, well, they didn't even say rings, right? They kept saying, like, we need something small that can Correct. Uh, be... Originally, it wasn't supposed to be rings. It was supposed to be something else. And then, like, he makes it a ring. And then it's three rings that are actually bejeweled, so it's not the rings that we know. But after okay. we know he's Sauron, why are we still doing what he kind of wanted you to do right uh, right because he's he's like he helps you're not a human charge. you're supposed he, to be gives him tips and stuff too which yeah is, which was kind of uh he tells him what to do yeah and why are they listening to him i mean these are elves know. with thousands of years of maybe because maybe calabrimbor has a crush on him yeah <laughs> wants to fuck him well man i'm listen i'm if someone takes it homophobic, I really don't. I don't hope you take it that way. But like how that actor plays Calibrimbor, he comes across as homosexual, with the glint in his eye. Constantly. I think it's. More, I think it's just creepy. I, he I is mean, creepy. Like, I, I just think he comes off as creepy. You can be both. Yeah. Being gay doesn't mean you're creepy, and being I, I creepy think, doesn't mean you're gay. I think he fucks anything. Bo- <laughs> I think that guy fucks anything. That's what I thought. Pa- pansexual? Yeah, I just think he fucks. I think he fucks goats, like dwarves. Yeah, dwarves, trolls, animals, trolls. whatever. I think he's a sexual deviant. That man. It's just weird because, like, yeah, it's just the the smile and the eyes. Calbrimbor is. I don't like 
how that actor portrays that character. <laughs> um, and I, like you said, there's no reason to listen to this man, this regular dude. There's no reason. He's not just a man. He's like young. Also, he he's young. Yeah, he's a young guy, and he's also very easy. It, it's he manipulates these people way too easily. Right. Who are supposed to be living for well, thousands come, of years? At least from the clips I saw, and even from the episodes that he was in, from the episodes I saw of him, he's very he's smug. He's arrogant. He yeah. just seems he's brash, which I guess like it's a devil may care attitude. Yeah. But uh, why are we looking to this idiot for wisdom and knowledge? You're know. elves. I don't know. Because I mean, you should John, be a little the, the pretentious. Elves, be like, All the right, elves are dumb. Guy, we got it. They're, yeah. The elves are dumb. And um, pretent- they're pretentiously dumb. Right. Um, listen, there's a saying called uh, hit me in the head so I can see some stars. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's just no stars in this show. Uh, no. Like we said it. I don't know if we said it on the pack, podcast, actually, but I know uh, off air. I've said it to you. The show needs a star or two. To really sure. center this show, there is nothing. The actors are not good, and that might not be their fault, but they need... It's both. They're not great actors. I they mean, they need really real aren't. people here. Um, you know, you can get stars that aren't great actors. That'd be better than what we got. Yeah. And, li- and listen, negative, I started... Negative charisma going yeah. on in the show. So we were trying to... We were deciding... I don't know if we said it on the podcast, but we were deciding between House of the Dragon. I think we did. Yeah. We were deciding between House of the Dragon and yeah. Rings of Power. We decided to go with Rings of Power, and <laughs> yeah. I did go with Rings of Power because I thought it was going to be the worst show. Oh, it's definitely the because, worst show. And it is by far, by the yeah. way. But because House of Dragon was getting good reviews. Now, you can't trust reviews these days. Critics are, you know, they toe the line. They get bought off, all this stuff. Uh, they have to keep their career, so they're not going to piss off major studios. But um, uh, I started watching House of the Dragon, and I'm three. Uh, I'm on the fourth episode right now. Yeah. And it's leagues back. I mean, it's a, it, I, I do recommend it so far. It's, it's a fair. very good show. But, like, that show competent you see the fucking they brought the a-team yeah okay you know why so you're seeing there's, the a-team there's stars in it yeah now there well, might not, not be just, house dude it's not they're just, not household stars but there oh, are they're actors actors celebrated actors, actors here. matt Smith, good actors uh patty constantine who i'm a big fan of yeah. he, um, the sean bean of the of the first season <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um but uh uh and even the other actors who you've seen in other things but aren't well-known. The girl who plays Rhaenyra I've never seen before, but she's very good. Like, the actors mm-hmm. you don't know are also very good. Yeah. And part of that is because the writing is better, to be fair. Um, but They'd even the cinematography, the cinematography, the special effects, the oh, direction, yeah. Yeah. it's, a, I mean, it's quality professional work, but high level. Like, this is A-team shit. This is, like, the same team, because even as bad as Game of Thrones got towards the end, what got bad was the writing, the yeah. cinematography, the direction for the most part, the sets, the special effects were oh, yeah. all top notch. I mean, it's part of the tragedy of Game of Thrones is because they had everything going for them throughout the show. And the, the thing that dropped off the worst, fell off a cliff, was the writing itself, which oh, is yeah. the most important part. You when could you, have fallen off everywhere else. When you, you watch can't the, fall off the writing. Yeah, when you watch the Night King episode... That I mean, that writing is terrible. But if you yeah. watch that, how it's made, oh, that yeah. episode is amazing. Battle of the Bastards, the episode after <laughs> it's that, really well made. Uh, I mean, uh, and House of Dragons follows in that in those footsteps. I mean, they they're like, we are not fucking this up, no. and they haven't so far, uh, as far as I, and I've heard the I've I've only heard great things from people I respect That's good. that it's very good. Um, and you just see it at, at the stark contrast to Rings of Power, like this is a fucking 
amateur production. Yeah. It's a billion dollar amateur production. And I tried, even in the earlier podcast we talked about, I was trying to find nice things to say about it. I, I, honestly, at this point, I'm like, you know what? I was probably too fucking nice. The show just isn't good. I was trying to find things to compliment because I don't want to be a total black pill fucking downer on everything. But uh, <laughs> the show sucks. It sucks. Uh, it would, it's not just bad. It sucks. It would have been... It still would have been bad. Don't get me wrong. But if this wasn't just if this was just a regular high fantasy property, it would just be like okay, whatever. Yeah, we talked um, about this, right? I mean, like, yeah, it, it would have just been like, I'm, yeah, that show kind of sucked. Yeah, and I'm not big like into like you have to be like an orthodox to lore, especially because the Lord of the Ring movies aren't that way either. No, and certain things have to but, change when yeah. it goes when it changes medium. When you're changing medium, it's yeah, yeah, your, things change. You things have change. to, and you have to like uh, sure. notice. You have to know this going in. It's just not good, though. And, uh, <laughs> no, it's not. you know, you're making up things that we that, uh, you know, Galadriel was never one never was seduced to be Sauron's uh, Sauron's uh, king. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Excuse me. Queen. Queen. Yeah. Right, um, right. That that just never happened. Why are we doing that? Why are we putting that in there? Why are we making Galadriel stupid now at the end when uh, all we saw her was as this uh, really stubborn badass? And what she gets seduced by a good-looking guy. Yeah, right. Well, it's it's She's it's uh, what's the opposite of plot arm? It's just plot convenience, right? We're just yeah. gonna make the you. That's when you start to see the the illusion wear off. The illusion of of anything fictional is where you see the work of the writers. Yeah. You see the writers trying and actually forcing their characters to do things they shouldn't do. And that yeah. don't make sense, that don't work in context of what they've done before. Oh, there's a lot of that. Um, um, I mean, I just have certain notes here. It's specific to the episode, so I can't really say most of them because they're not going to make sense out of context. But, like, <laughs> I just wrote here, Galadriel's the worst character of all time. Um, when she escapes the human kingdom, like, where is she escaping? Yeah, that, I, I can't even say that, but I just have so many negative things to say. The only thing that's interesting... I hope Galadriel's unwatchable. I wrote that. She's unbearable. What is even going on? What the fuck is going on? I wrote that. Oh my god, she's so fucking arrogant looking. I wrote that. It's so bad. The only um, interesting character So much modern shit too. Loser pays for dinner. Like just the fucking politics inserted in the elves are taking the workers' jobs. Oh yeah. Come on, dude. We don't like your can yeah, around we don't like here. Your can. They're taking our jobs. <laughs> They're taking our jobs. Like, are you serious? <laughs> Come on. First of all, that doesn't even make sense in the context. There's no way. This is, again, they're they're condescending the elves down to human species. The elves don't do human jobs. That's the whole <laughs> fucking point. That's the least of it, first Wait, of all. Like, what, about, what are we doing here, what dude? About, what about when he's able, when he says, I'm going to buy everyone drinks? Did he, and he's like, and I'm thinking, I'm watching this. And I'm like, he doesn't have any money. How is he buying anyone drinks? He's like a prisoner on this yeah. island. Right. How'd this happen? So, well, then he steals the guy's badge and yeah. then kicks the shit out of everybody. And we're supposed oh, to be on his side. Yeah, easily. Like, you fucking, you're a thief. You yeah. stole the guy's badge. Of course they're pissed off. Yeah, he might be a piece of shit, but you still did yeah, the wrong you're, thing. you're a scumbag, too. <laughs> People don't even know what we're talking about. No, it doesn't show. matter. Whatever. Whoever the fuck. The show sucks. It's bad. It's it a bad sucks. show. It shouldn't. It the, it should not be made anymore. Or if they're gonna make it, get cut get, your fucking losses. Get Do new, not get make new, it. Get new showrunners. Do not. I mean, House of Dragon even did it. They were so careful too. HBO, where you know the second season isn't gonna come out for two years apparently, because they were doing a test run. 
Okay. So they didn't like go into production again for season two yeah. right away because they wanted to see how people reacted, and the reaction's been so good that they are going to go ahead with season two. Um, with I don't a different know. Different showrunner is different. Oh, really? Yeah. Was that by design, or uh, did the he, showrunner leave? He left, and now uh, like he was planning to leave, or some shit went down. I think he just he left to do something else, which is kind of surprising, but which is gave me a red flag when I first saw that. I was like, oh fuck! Yeah, but it but does it make. It, do, it does make sense if they're waiting two years, though. Maybe the guy's like, I got to take other work. True. but And you so know? they, uh, Alan Taylor is uh, oh, really? going to be pretty much like running it now with uh, one of the other showrunners. Okay. So they, uh, they they said, we need Alan Taylor back. Right, yeah. HBO loves that guy. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. I, uh, listen, I'm a third through House of Dragons. I recommend it so far. Yeah, good job. Um, I will say with House of Dragons, too, this is for people who have seen Game of Thrones. And people have complained, uh, rightly so, about the end. I'm just going to spoil the end of Game of Thrones because it's <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah, because uh, how they made Bran Stark the king. Yes. And I remember when that happened, I'm screaming at the TV. The one most destabilizing thing you could do is have a king that can't produce heirs. Yeah. It's one of the worst things. Like, in, in historically speaking, a yeah. king that doesn't produce an heir it, it spells fucking trouble yeah. for the kingdoms. Uh, it's why Henry VIII killed six of his fucking wives trying to produce a son. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm reductive, but um, and I love that the whole first season of House of Dragon, or the whole first three episodes, is about producing a son yeah. because they talk about how important it is yeah. to have a male heir in order to keep the realm stable. And it's like such a big slap in the face and fuck you to the end of Game of Thrones. I mean, I think completely inadvertently because it's so it's obviously like the plot of the show. I don't think yeah. they did that as a fuck you, but um, it, it, it's just a great contrast from. But that some writing be, that makes sense that versus some, writing that doesn't. That some won't be the th- uh, three eye raven. So that's right. That's, exactly. You know, uh, who's also a king, it wants to be a king. I mean, it, made, it just made no sense. Um, but <laughs> and a cripple. Right. Uh, <laughs> Again, yeah, appears uh, weak. You yeah. know, there's a reason FDR hid his his crippling polio yeah. from the world. Yeah, <laughs> for four fucking years. Or <laughs> that's why they shoved him up. Yeah, for all of World War Two. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So that is that. On the, I mean, do you have anything else to say about that? I mean, it. No, just generally it sucked. Um, I recommend. I want you to watch the one. I have. I forgot what episode number it is, though. It's where. Send me a clip if you can find it's, it. It's when. It's when the Southlands becomes uh, essentially Mordor. Oh right, that's how Mordor. I heard. I, I saw the bro. <laughs> it's one of the funniest things ever. You saw how like it be, like a notch, a lever gets like hit, and all of a sudden it knocks down the tower. Right? No, he knocks. No, no, that's that's different. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, like never mind. Then. There's a lever that like produces like a seismic earthquake and volcanic eruption that what do you mean just... a lever that was created someone made a lever yeah i'm guessing sauron created it yeah sauron I, made a lever like thousands of years ago i guess i don't know it's not it so it's like gold jacket bronze... green jacket <laughs> who gives a shit <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah uh it's so just it's something you created a switch uh yeah an earthly so switch more door on yes yes and it because there's like flooding uh, mass flooding, uh, volcanic eruptions, huge earthquakes, and that's how Mordor. That's how the Southlands becomes Mordor. Okay. And it's so funny to watch. Like the scale is really impressive, but it's just so dumb. Right. And, it's, and the reason why the lever is is made is because of that sword. It's really a key. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's meant to be broken like that. Yeah. So he becomes a key, and he puts it in, and all of a sudden, 
that's even stupider that's even and dumber it just becomes the end it's so dumb like a continental drift right it's so bad i love it oh, so I'll, uh, I'll send you a clip if i can find it somewhere well it, it's awesome well fuck that show <laughs> yeah fuck I'm that sorry. show and i do feel bad to the actors to an extent because uh you know i can't you know this uh ultimately they're all nobody so the, you know better you get a, a role than no role but what are they gonna do after this but yeah it's just um i i, I can't see how they're gonna make a season two but i guess that uh, they have to you think they have to they're just yeah. gonna go they're just I gonna think plow they've already committed so they're just gonna make it they're and gonna plow through. they want to make five seasons i don't think it's gonna last five seasons no i have way. i have a i have a, no a very very good feeling that uh, they are going to rush everything into one more season and it will end unless unless it's getting... really popular. Uh, I mean the 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 re- reviews weren't good, but uh, it did based, get good ratings, right? It got a lot of good ratings. People watched it, but okay. I so, think yeah, I guess I think we'll be mo- season two is we'll f- I think it's making up sense. Yeah, uh, it will have at least it'll at least we'll have two seasons. It'll just be interesting to see like if there's like. A marked difference in either quality or if people are like okay i watched that whole first season it sucked i'm not gonna watch it again and right and the review the reviewing numbers bomb so they don't like make a th- so they if they make a third season it's just like okay we're gonna it's done right 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 it'll be interesting to see what they do um anything else before we go into a question i have for you and our movie that we are going to review yeah uh no i don't uh no, I think I we shat on it enough. Okay, yeah, Very deserves general. more. It deserves, deserves more. more. It but. deserves more. But we couldn't do it anymore. It yeah, just, no, it I sucks. can't. I mean, there's just so it's one thing to watch a bad film, but you're watching ten yeah. hours of just gar, you know, yeah. hot garbage. Yeah, um, it becomes insulting after a while. Yeah, it's bad. I it's find. it was it's a slog, as they say. So yeah, All right. uh, yeah, cool. What's your question? What movie do you think deserves a sequel what do you think of like a good movie that doesn't have a sequel should have a sequel huh that's oh that's uh, it could be a lot of things that's uh, i thought i would ask you that uh, i think that's an interesting question did are you asking me because you have an answer no i'm just asking can you think of one just because i went to when we watched it years ago when it first came out and we just we discussed it. i think uh-huh. a sequel to eastern promises would be very good oh yeah that they're playing they're apparently i had heard that they were in development for one at one point and then it just you never heard about it again i think it would be an interesting movie um i would like to see a sequel to mad max fury road i'd like to see if we could come up with another adventure for max moving on oh i meant like as a standalone though like cause you... that's a series Mad because there's a bunch of Mad Max. I'm talking about okay, like, but uh, but Fury Road is a reset though. It's a it's a reset of the franchise. Oh yeah, well yeah, but technically no? it's well it's supposed to be it's it's it, considered it does, Mad Max one and a half. I think he said it. It's in between. He like Road Warrior. It's almost like a Mad timeline Max and Road split. Warrior. That's how he he viewed it as like a timeline split. So it is part of the same uni- continuity. It's He's a, not it's redoing the same, it. It's the same continuity as Mad Max, not the Road Warrior. Oh, I see. Yeah, because Road he's he's doing the they're doing Road Warrior it's a, plot basically. Yeah, it's, it's like a remake it's of Road Warrior almost. Um, okay, uh, I'm trying to think what good movies I've seen recently, and I I could just 
think about whether they deserve a sequel or not. Um, we can come back to it. I just thought yeah, it would be an interesting I'll try, question I'll, to I'll, I'll try to keep it in the back of my mind. Yeah. And maybe we'll come up with something. All right. So as John thinks about that, we will review a movie that's had uh, three sequels in the bag and a fourth that's going to be coming out next summer. And we uh, are... Is that true? Yeah. Indiana Jones 5 is coming out in the summer. Summer, January... Uh, I didn't su- know that. June of 2023. Yeah. Who's starring it besides Harrison Ford, who's 80? Mads Mikkelsen. Mads is a good guy? No. He's the bad guy, I, right? I am going to assume Mads is probably some like crazy Nazi who wants to come yeah, back to power. He, he seems like one. Cuz it takes cuz it takes place in the late 60s. Thank God. Thank God they're keeping it like his age. Uh, okay. And Ford's the hero? Like there's no other hero? Like he's going to be doing um, his Indiana Jones shit or He's going to be doing his Indiana Jones shit with uh Phoebe Waller uh, Bridges? from Fleabag. Okay. She will be helping him. They uh, brought back uh, Salah. So John, yeah, John Jonathan Reese davis they, they brought him back. Supposedly Antonio Banderas has a, a role in it that has not been, they haven't said, they say he's an ally, but that seems like one of those things where they're not giving him like his, his name. You know, yeah. it's, it's one of those things where they're purposely keeping nebulous so you don't know what's going on. Right. Um, but he's in it too. Okay. And Toby Jones. Okay, who's probably gonna be a bad guy, I imagine. Um, either that, or I can I can see him probably because they didn't ask Jim Broadbent back, so maybe he's like the new Chancellor of Marshall University. Oh, uh, okay, okay, something yeah, like yeah. that. Someone has to be that. He's still an archaeologist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone has to fulfill that role. So that's that's really the cast, and I'm excited for it. Right. Even though I have trepidations for Indiana Jones, I'm not. 5. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not excited. James Mangold's directing it. Oh, oh, that is exciting! And, I like James And the, very and the good. Butterworth brothers wrote it. What have they written? I don't know them. The The Ferryman. Uh, oh, Jez Butterworth. Yeah, Jez. Jez oh and his shit! Brother. Really? Yeah, they wrote it. So him and his brother wrote it. Yeah. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. So I, I don't, I, I have like weird feelings because I like the whole team involved with it, and supposedly yeah. Harrison Ford kept like saying no to these movies because he thought the script sucked and okay. I, and i'm hoping like he said yes to this because the script was good rather than disney saying okay we're gonna give you a lot of money right because he's been all but his shtick the last few years has been i'm the old man leave me the fuck alone kind of thing yeah 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 yeah. so i'm hope and he's kind of been a little lazy um i'm hoping like I mean, lazy he's fucking 80 dude it, yeah well I you know what i, I mean <laughs> no no you know right. what i mean Still flies um, helicopters and shit. Yeah, he you know flies. I mean? They had to cancel production twice because he fucking got into crashes on his plane. Oh, I remember they broke his leg at one point. Broke his was leg. Was that for this movie? Yeah. Oh, really? That was yeah. like years ago when that happened. Yeah, they've that's been delayed a couple of times. <laughs> then it got delayed for COVID. Then it got delayed again because he was doing a fight scene and he threw his shoulder out. Because... <laughs> I guess this is Harrison. What I mean with Indiana Jones, like we're gonna have eighty-year-old indie fight people. I hope Harrison Ford was slow and sloppy when he was young. What did I tell you? I went. I was like in the new Indiana Jones movie. I hope he doesn't beat up a lot of people. I hope it's. I hope it's like he has to use a gun. People fight for him, and we get that one scene where he just lays out a yeah, big guy. Like, that, like it's like a lucky punch. Right. You know, like, right. I'm. I. I still got it one last time, and then we, we'll call it a day. Right. You know, yeah, use I, the bullwhip. That's would, fine. I'm cool with that. But I would hope um, that I competent team knows that 
his limitations and works around it because and makes yeah. it interesting in that way. Yeah, um, yeah. Which I think they will. I mean that 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 that's a that's a quality team right there. Butterworth playwrights and freaking James Mangold. Yeah, Spielberg's um, only producing it. Okay. Um, and Lucas has nothing to do with it. Good stuff. <laughs> they know what they're doing. Yeah. So I'm hoping it's 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 good. Supposedly. Uh, because like if they showed the trailer at the Disney Expo thing, okay, and that's like one of the few things from the Disney Expo that got like really good, re- like people loved the trailer. Right, they thought right. it was really good. Interesting. Okay. Um, and I th- I kind of believe that it probably was a good trailer because they refused to release it. Meanwhile, we've seen the Little Mermaid trailer. Right, right. You know, and we've seen other things that got trashed, but we haven't. You know, we haven't seen any. But why wouldn't yet. they release it if it's good? I don't know. I guess maybe they want to just keep building anticipation i just want to know what it's kind of weird what the story is going to be if we're if we're taking place in the late 60s early 70s right and if we're gonna have a nazi in it uh, i don't know what you're gonna be doing with that yeah but i saw where that they're they did production in scotland england morocco italy and somewhere else so we they went back to the globe trot trotting 007 stuff that right, the, that right, the right, movie right. is originally supposed to be yeah um so yeah, that's Indiana Jones Five, which doesn't have a t- uh, title yet either. Okay. Uh, but we are doing Raiders of the Lost Ark because John uh, hates me, and he's a sacrilegious person. Yeah. Well, let me let's let's what a get movie. the record straight. So I had I had seen Raiders of the Lost Ark when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember watching the sacrifice scene in Temple of Doom too, and yeah. it traumatized me as a child. Yeah. It's one of the scariest things I'd ever seen. It was just like on my cousin's scary TV. now. It's scary yeah, now. It's intense. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're scared of things like YouTube, it. It's I told John terrifying. when John was talking to me about that. It's that movie is that is the reason why we have PG-13 now. That and Poltergeist. Oh right, Poltergeist was a PG movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I saw. So I was like, it was on Netflix. It's not on Netflix anymore, so we could probably track when that. Went. I don't know. A couple years ago, maybe. Yeah, it was also on Amazon too. Okay, yeah. but uh, and I was like, you know what? I haven't seen. I don't remember this movie. I remember seeing it like as a kid, but I barely remembered it. Uh-huh. And I watched it, and I was like, this was, this was good. But like, I remember being critical of it, like, oh, this this movie seems like overrated or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, you know what? For our first podcast back in a while, why don't we do that? Because it's something we would disagree on. Because I know Chris loves Indiana Jones. Love Indiana Jones. Um, so <laughs> I rewatched it. And to my dismay, <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, this movie's really good. Yeah. <laughs> I really like, I liked it more. It, like, and I, that's happened with me in certain films. Like yeah. I remember, I know everyone like this comic book movies are just are so oversaturated now, but, uh, uh, so I think a lot of people have a negative viewpoint towards it, myself mm-hmm. included, just because there's so many. But I remember first watching Guardians of the Galaxy, and I didn't like it the first time. Oh, really? And I was like, okay. why was this so praised? And then I, I gave it another shot and watched it again. I was like, oh, I actually really like this film. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I was um, enjoyed the experience of it. And I actually thought it was it did something different than a lot of the other comic book movies at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, still like it. I just think it's a fun film. Um, you know, it's a fun popcorn flick. Yeah, uh, does every and does that genre very well yeah um doesn't take itself too seriously all that stuff uh felt the same way with indie watching the second time i do have a criticism of it in terms of the ending um similar to other movies that have made i think not i don't know about a mistake but 
I don't really get it. So we, you know, I'm kind of burying the lead there. So we don't, we don't have to talk about that off the bat. But for the most part, um, I, I feel like we don't have to talk about the plot too much. If you haven't seen Raiders yeah. of the Lost Ark, it's a little crazy, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's it's wacky. Again, it's a fun film. Doesn't take itself too seriously. The stunts no. are really good. The yeah. special, the little special effects they have, really good. But it's mostly stunt work. Yeah, it's almost all stunt work. I mean, there's, uh, I mean, in, in the chase scenes at the end where he's trying to. Uh, you know he's running down the Nazis there's obvious nods to movies like Stagecoach mm-hmm. um, with the stunts and stuff uh, but yeah I mean uh, Harrison Ford uh, even the first time around when I didn't like it I mean I still got why so when I watched it the first time and I was like I, I don't know how I feel about this film it, it just wasn't as great as I thought it would be now again I've changed my mind on that a bit mm-hmm. but even then, the first time when I was more hypercritical, when I was critical of it, I recognized that, like, oh, I understand why Indy's such an iconic character. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's really, I mean, Harrison Ford just has fucking charisma off the charts. I mean, the guy's a movie star through and through. Um, and the whole archaeologist James Bond American thing is really yeah. cool. It's a very, it's a very fun, um, compelling idea mm-hmm. for a character. Um, but yeah, I guess I'll just jump into. Because I really, I don't have a lot of, I mean, what are we going to do? We're going to talk about how good the movie is the whole fucking time. Uh, about a movie from the 80s, you know. Check out our good, our 40-year old old review. Yeah, what is this? 40-year uh, late review, this good is, review. Go watch this film in theaters. What I mean, is this, what are we, this is going to be the second movie that we gave a good review to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> After Coda. For the same reason, like you, you know, uh, we thought Coda was going to suck. We yeah. watched it again. I thought I was going to rewatch it in Indiana and have the same problems with it. Yeah. Um, uh, but I'll, I'll just say my issue with it is the same issue with movies like the ending to Skyfall does this problem too, where I don't... So I'm about to spoil the film if you haven't seen Raiders. I mean, it came out in fucking 82. So, um, but... Uh, <laughs> it's a cultural he, touchstone. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it's like spoiling uh, fucking... Luke being Darth Vader's son at this point. Um, like the pitch perfect joke? Yeah. <laughs> Vader's literally means father. Right. <laughs> um, uh, like he, So the whole movie, he's trying to get the Ark of the Covenant, Ark yes. of the Covenant back from the Nazis, uh, which is fun too that I do really like the occult connections to the Nazis because Hitler was obsessed with the occult. That's a really interesting history that a lot of people don't know about Hitler. Mm-hmm. The, the Nazi symbol, I think, is like actually... A symbol they took from uh, Hinduism. like uh, I think it was a Buddhist sect. It, uh, it might have been a Hindu Something Buddhism because those. Buddhism grew out of Hinduism. So you might be right. I think it was a Buddhist Tibetan Buddhist sect, some some sect like that mm-hmm. that they apparently met. Like they would meet these people and try to get like occult secrets on <laughs> uses of power and stuff. It's very interesting. Um, so he's trying to get the Ark of the Covenant, which is uh, if you don't know, the Ark of the Covenant was said to carry the original Ten Commandments. Um, that Moses got from the mountain, from God, from Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Um, and it holds obvious, uh, uh, like this unbelievable power that... It's a communicator know, to God in this movie. Right. Um, <laughs> it's a powerful thing. So Indy is working really hard to get this Ark back from the evil Nazis, who are evil because they're going to use it for ne- their nefarious ends to take over the world. Yeah. And he goes through all this shit, um, ends up getting captured you know, kind of fails at the end, which mm-hmm. all works. Like he's tied to a post as they're doing this, uh, ancient yeah. Jewish ritual to activate the ark. Yeah. Basically. And 
the Ark proceeds to kill everybody besides Indy and... Because they don't um, have their eyes open. Because, yeah, and Karen Allen... Uh, what's the character's name? Ravenwood. Ra- yeah, what's her first name? Marion. Marion. Uh, he's like, Marion, don't look. Don't look, Marion. And they turn away, and, and, and so they don't get killed. Because you can't, if you look directly at the arc, when it's energizing, I guess it, it wipes, kills everybody, which makes sense. It's a highly powerful, godlike uh, relic. Yeah. Um, so, my, this is my main criticism of the film is what was the point of anything Indy did? Because the arc at the end, one, kills all the Nazis anyway. Yeah. So, let's say Indy wasn't there. It would have just been in this remote area where it killed everybody, and mm-hmm. seemingly you get the sense that it'll just kill anyone who tries to use it anyway. Mm-hmm. And two, like, let's even take that away. Okay, Indy gets it back. Maybe they can do something with it, but they just the American government just stores it in this giant warehouse among millions of other relics, which is, which is an homage to Citizen Kane. Yeah, right. And um, uh, supposedly they had a different ending, and it was not good at all. Okay. <laughs> And George, you're talking about an ending ending or the... they had a different ending. I, I don't know exactly what it is. Um, okay. And George Lucas's then wife, who is probably like the MVP of the Star Wars universe from the original Star Wars universe. Uh, she was an what? editor. George Lucas, uh, a script wife. editor. No, she was an editor. Oh, okay. She won an Oscar for editing. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't know yeah. this. Um, and uh, she was like, yeah, you need to change the ending. It needs, you, you need to, uh, like a better ending especially it needs to be with marion because it's really important that you have like some kind of closure between their story as well uh-huh. and this is the ending we got and they shot it in a day they shot it which ending did they shoot in a day the, with uh, him at the courthouse yeah and so that's supposed to be washington dc they shot that yes in, they shot that in san francisco outside a courthouse huh so maybe they we're just planning to end it when all the Nazis died and then it just cuts away. Uh, I think there were something, there was something else probably else that happened, but like she, it, it wasn't testing well. And Lucas's then wife was like, yeah, it doesn't test well because you're not seeing Marion and Indy at the end of it. Yeah. You should see them at the which, end. Uh, which I agree with. Um, yeah. I mean, I like the scenes, but they take it and put it in this giant warehouse where um, no one will ever find it. It's not the destiny. Listen, it's not, uh, the age, it's the mileage. Yeah, that's a good line. Okay, it's not the destination. Okay, it's it's the way you get there. It's the path. Yeah, I guess it's but, the path, John. But what it's like the thing with <laughs> Skyfall. So if you haven't seen Skyfall, which close I love. your ears. Uh, I really written, like that. Written by Jez Butterworth. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, Scott, I hope Jez doesn't pull the, do the <laughs> same problem. But the problem with uh, Skyfall is Javier Bardem's character. The whole movie is him trying to ruin, you know, kill M yeah. and ruin Bond's life and basically subvert the British government for betraying him as being a spy agent. And at the end, he gets everything he wanted because, like, again, it didn't really matter with Bond. Now I'm changing movies, but it's it's kind of the same problem if you haven't seen it. Um, again, I'm spoiling it, but if you have, stay with me. Um <laughs> He kills them, and then even when he gets M in the church at the end, he's like, "Let's kill ourselves together." Yeah, that makes no sense. So I hated, I hated that. That the ending is not good. Like, no. it, so like they go through this whole fucking Home Alone shit. They wanted, they, they, they wanted trap the house, and yeah. they're like, "We're gonna have this final showdown with the guy." But the guy was planning to die anyway, and he and all he was there to do was kill M, and he did it. They wanted to have their cake and eat it, where they have James Bond lose but not really lose. 
Right, but all they had to do was have... See, that was an unforced error, in my opinion. I don't really know what Indiana Jones could have done differently. Um, well, I, I guess I have an idea. But uh, in that movie, it seems like an unforced error because he just didn't need that part where he's like, let's kill ourselves. Like, he could have just had him want to escape and have other ambitions, and then Bond kills him. Yeah. Um, I still think he should have killed him. Yeah, I think I think, so. I think that movie sh- I, I, that movie should have done like our Mer- our Majesty's Secret Service and the bad guy actually really wins and succeeds. Yeah, but like it could have been a, a pyrrhic victory with a guy also lost his life, but a, a guy who's suicidal and kills them gets yeah. uh, no, just wins out right, and it yeah. didn't even matter what they did yeah. at that point. Who cares that you went to the house and boarded yourselves up and like the guy was planning to die anyway? Yeah. Um, so that was a little worse than this. I guess with Indy, you would... I mean, you would have to have changed the ending completely. There's not a quick fix here. But the... And I, I understand the theme behind it and the idea like... Uh, and that this does seem to be uh, a pattern uh, throughout the indie films. Is like, is these people trying to get these ancient relics and gain this knowledge or power that humans aren't meant to hold? essentially right yeah. and it's also in a way part, part of it also is that he's a cynic and an intellectual who doesn't believe uh in like i don't want to say he doesn't believe in god but um he, but he doesn't believe in that magic sh- i mean he yeah. says it in the film he's not he does not believe in mysticism and the whole point is that you would think by the end of the third movie he would start believing in mysticism because <laughs> he when he saw he, the ark of the covenant he wipe s- out he saw the ark uh, he saw uh, Hindu diamond jewels uh, like burn out of nowhere and kill people, and then he's, well, he saw the dead fucking knight. And then he saw the dead knight and come to life. And uh, yeah, in Lost Crusade, and he saw fucking Jesus's cup. He saw the right. Holy Grail. You would think at this point this man would believe in something uh, that's a yeah, higher that power. Just doesn't make sense. It doesn't have to be God. It could be just whatever. Um, and, well, that's the problem with the fourth movie that we don't have to talk about, but right. it's completely well, the, different. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, that's my main criticism. And I, I mean, there are other films that do this. I, I can't think of what comes to mind right now, but like, I just, the the movie. What are you going to destroy the Ark of the Covenant? They kind of, you kind of write yourself in a right. hole. I, I know, but like you could, here's the thing. The whole movie, the journey, I get it, whatever. It's all really good. It's fun. Yeah. Loving the great character. Great stunts. It's really just an old school film. It's a good contrast to modern films today in a lot of ways where uh, you really feel there's just such a uh, love for cinema and all all that great stuff. But it just feels like Indy could have done nothing. Like this film could have been... Like Indy could have just been like, fuck it. Just let the Nazis get the arc. Because they would get the arc and they would still get... And they would just all die. They would all die. Yeah. They would all die. Yeah. So... I guess you... I guess we could say maybe hypothetically uh that maybe if more if they had a bunch of nazis keep looking at it they'll figure out a way to not have their heads explode and melt i guess i guess the you could a line a line would have been nice like there were more i don't know but like the nazis like they would have figured out a way that's true i mean they see all all the dead bodies and they're like well they fucked up maybe don't do that ritual he was doing again or Maybe we'll be super careful. I just, the way the film portrays it, this is a power beyond human comprehension and control. So, in a sense, the Ark is useless. The Ark is a MacGuffin, really. I understand that. But, like, the... But the the, the MacGuffin only, at, at the end of the day, 
kills everybody. So yeah. it does become more than a MacGuffin. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Right? They it's want... a MacGuffin that becomes actually effective at the end. And then they had their set it kind of does what Indy was trying to do, yeah. which was defeat the Nazis. <laughs> the Nazis defeated themselves. Like, they Correct. they beat themselves. And yeah. Indy's just there watching. I mean, he's just... Not really watching. He has his eyes Looking closed. away. But, like, he's just hanging out and he's... he's I like, used to oh, think... Oh, are they all dead? I used okay. to think as a kid, when did he know when to open his eyes? Because I'd be scared shitless. Yeah, I... That's all... That, I always think that as a kid. Yeah. I, I got it because, like, <laughs> Which it does... Which is weird. It did have, like, a big whoosh and... And yeah. you hear shit in the spirits and stuff. I think, yeah. like, when he's like, okay, I don't hear anything. The coast seems clear. Uh, like, you wouldn't... You would even when your eyes are closed, you could feel light on your eyelids, right? So yeah. maybe it's just like, oh, everything went dark, and there's no sound. Let me open my eyes. <laughs> but that would be my main criticism of the film. I, I have to harp on this point because I got nothing else to say about this movie really. That's negative, <laughs> and what the fuck are we talking about here? But it goes against um, the nature of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, but for any, I guess, writers out there, keep it in mind. I don't know yeah. creators. I mean, this is something as a writer I would want to avoid. Is like, what was the point? Because Indy literally could have been a fucking lazy shit and been like, I don't care about the arc. Let the Nazis have it. They're not going to be able to. Or, not, let, I, I was just about to say, not going to be able to use it anyway, but he wouldn't know that. But, um, yeah. What, especially because I, I, you know, Indy really wants the relic for archaeological purposes, for historical purposes. But, oh, he's. That's the thing. That's what I like about it. It wasn't about, like, oh, I. Because, again, according to Indy, he doesn't believe in that magic hocus pocus. So yeah. he doesn't necessarily think. For Indy, it's no, it's not that the Ark is some great source of power they're going to be able to utilize. It's that it is uh, historically vital to our history, and it's important that it is in the right hands. Correct. It belongs in a museum. Right. Um, which I get, which is fun, but as soon as it shows <laughs> its power that way. Yeah. Um, Maybe it doesn't belong in the Met. Yeah, well, it didn't end up in a museum anyway, so no. Indy didn't even get what he wanted. No. And, and, he was, and he was pissed about it. He loses to the Nazis, but they killed themselves anyway. So like, He loses it, to the American government, too. And the American government, right. <laughs> he loses. Uh, but the point is, like, the, it just felt like there was literally no point to anything Indy did. Yeah, you can make a case where, like, maybe if like he... Like, he saved Marion, because I think the Nazis would have come for Marion anyway, right? Yeah, because they were looking for the fucking yeah before uh, yes they would have killed her so because she wouldn't have met uh Balak right Blosh so um well Balak. just even that first scene the 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 first scene in the bar yeah that she owns yes like they Which they were coming scene. they were yeah they were coming to her yeah. anyway right? yeah she would have died she would have died so died. at least he saved her. Yeah, but he, like I'm like these he, guys were all destined to die anyway. Maybe he could have like caused something for the arc to like change the spell. Maybe he could have whispered something like, uh, I, I, "I'm not." I don't Are wanna... you trying to come up with a fix? You're saying? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, right. Um, I'm just talking about the movie as is. That's my criticism of the film. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about that criticism that That's affects fine. how yeah, you I see that... the film. I, it's no, just... it doesn't affect it, but I can understand what you're saying. You know, I just love the movie. Yeah, I, I was obsessed with it as a kid. Uh. You know, I used to pretend I was Indiana Jones all the right, time. Right, right, right. I had the hat. I had a, 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 a long rubber snake that I used to pretend was a whip. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, I didn't have that. Indy was, like, not a part of my childhood, really. No, I, there's so many, like, it's kind of weird because I'm so, like, uh, I don't know, introverted now. But, like, as a kid, I used to, like, mimic all these people all the time. I would yeah. mimic Schwarzenegger. Uh, yeah, a lot of kids. I'd mimic, I mimicked uh, fucking Groucho Marx a right. lot. 
Cagney, Indiana Jones, East Ventura. I did that a lot. Yeah. And then my mom, well, I just love Indiana Jones, but we, you know, the spunt, uh, the stunt spectacular in Hollywood studios in Disney in Orlando. Have you ever, you never did that in Hollywood studios? No, I don't think so. They have a stunt show. Okay. And it's, it's, it's pretty much entirely based off Raiders, not the other movies, just Raiders. Okay. And they have stunt men pretty much reenact famous scenes from the movie. Oh, really? They still do, They still have it? They have it. They just shut it down during COVID, but it's now back on. Oh, so cool. Okay. So if you ever go back down there, you should do it. I will. And they, they, <laughs> they pick people from the audience to do things. Okay. And they wound up picking my mom to be a, a screaming Arab woman. Okay. During one of the action scenes. So, like, I always associate, like, that, yeah. too. <laughs> That's she, fun. You know, like, when they have the shootout scene. Right, 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 right. Which is one of my favorite scenes, too. And that that famous scene where the sword the guy, he's doing the sword shit, and he yeah, just whips yeah. out his gun and shoots him. That's because Harrison Ford had, like, 102 fever, 103 fever. Right. Apparently, that was his idea, right? Yeah. He wanted to get the, the shoot for the day over with so he can go back to bed and throw up. So, right. he's like, why don't I just shoot him? <laughs> And they're like, yes, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually an excellent idea. And yeah, that's one of my favorite scenes. I love that. I mean, I just love the movie. I love Indiana Jones. Um, yeah, it's a really fun movie. He's I know the me. American James Bond. Yeah. Without. What I also like about Indiana as a character is that he's such a heroic person, but yet really deeply flawed. Yeah. You know, he's arrogant. Uh, he's an elitist. He's yeah. an intellectual. Which I don't. I don't want to say that's a bad thing per se, being an intellectual. But like, right? He has because he's not. He's not. Oh, he necessarily has a, arrogant about his intellectualism. To be fair, no. In the film. But he has a disdain for just like stupid people, right? <laughs> um, which I I can empathize with. Um, he is a drinker. Um, based off. Yeah, he's also a womanizer. He's a, he's a womanizer, but it's not that it's not uh it's not like James Bond womanizer. No, it's no, it's no. not as in your face. But like you can also make a case that he probably had a uh, inappropriate relationship with Marion Ravenwood when she was way younger. She was probably supposedly right. Lucas wanted it her in originally to be way younger and Spielberg is like Really? That is way too young. <laughs> Are you out of your fucking mind? Because how old how old She's, is Indy supposed to be in this? I mean, he's like in his. He's got to be late thirties. Yeah, he's gotta right. Be his age. That, that's what I. And figured. Karen Allen is probably in her late twenties. Yeah, but um, yeah, it, I think the quote is like start a relationship when she was eleven. No, yeah. no. Yeah. Lucas said that. Yeah. And Spielberg is like, we can't do what? that. <laughs> we can't do that. That's the that. grossest thing I've ever heard, if that's true. I think it's true. Fucking Hollywood pedophiles, <laughs> I, I think it's true. It's not, wait, 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 wait. Let's not get sued by George Lucas. I don't give a pedophile. Shit. If that's true. I didn't say it was him, that's but what, if that's true. I read. You wanted to fucking have a 30-year-old indie or a fucking 20-year-old indie? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Start a relationship with an 11-year-old? What are you even saying? I read 11. I read... 11 and spielberg was like what like, what is this game again is this game of thrones he's like, like no we can't do that <laughs> come on dude ah uh, yeah so uh no George. it's definitely it's definitely implied though that he definitely probably took uh you know because he was older and more mature it's definitely right. implied yeah, yeah, yeah um so he's a flawed guy consider that yeah well even his um fighting like he doesn't just beat and everybody. he's a drinker He's like kind of getting his ass kicked too. Like oh, he's always good. He's he's the Hulk Hogan of of movies. Right. <laughs> he gets his ass kicked. All of a he sudden, he hulks, hulks he hulks up. He points to you and he says, "You, 
Yeah. And he wins the fight. Right. Like even he's playing, he's fighting that big Nazi who was a, the, who was a professional wrestler, by the way. Oh, he was. Yeah. I mean, he was a giant. Yeah. But uh, and he's kicking his ass, and like he's, yeah. he honestly only wins because Marion helps him with turning on the plane. Like he gets Correct. lucky, basically. Yeah. Which um, is why also like Indiana Jones, he's a kind of as he's much. Like, he's got an everyman quality. He has to a, him. definitely has, even though like Harrison Ford is a big dude and could probably yeah. whip a lot of guys' ass even now at almost for 80, sure. For sure. He um. You know, he up against bigger guys, he's gonna lose because that's realistic, right? And he uses and you can his, tell, like, even his the way wits. he fights, he's not really like a trained fighter. He's just like a street. He's like a street he's a, fighter. He's a barroom brawler. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> exactly what he is. Yeah, with a bullwhip and a gun. Right. You know, and it, I just he, he's a fascinating character, and um, you know, this movie people forget this movie was nominated for uh, eight Academy Awards. It's nominated for best director and best picture. And a yeah. bunch of others. And yet Harrison Ford doesn't get nominated for Best Actor. And like <laughs> not in a role like this. They don't like him. They are but jealous like of Harrison Ford. That's the thing. I mean, they don't tend to. I I don't know if that's shifted in recent years, but uh it's like you can't be a fucking pretty boy action movie star and get the accolades. But he's not a pretty boy. I guess uh, pretty boy is the wrong word. But, I think they know. don't like that he like got he got famous later in life. He was old, he was like thirty by the time I think when Star Wars. So that's a little I, older. Yeah, he came out of nowhere. I just think because he was the popcorn movie star and the popcorn movie stars. But in they were all mind, good. his all of his popcorn movies were really excellent though. That's the thing. It's not like yeah, popcorn they, movies today. This why they it's the same reason why they hated Spielberg for so long because well, they in their minds he wasn't making quote-unquote high art he was making popcorn flicks like jaws like raiders like raiders but we'll nominate it though yeah like et <laughs> which was a little more higher i mean like yeah. his high art movie during the 70s and 80s it's probably close encounters close that's what i was about to say close encounters of the third kind that yeah. was i think that would have been one where they're like okay now you're moving in the realm of art mm-hmm. whatever that is right yeah um the, you know there's an elitism you know it, in and of itself, having an award oh, for yeah, best for sure. movie is elitist in and of itself. Absolutely. Um, it's an ego filleting thing. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, like, Hollywood's just, it's, it's a paradigm of insecurity. I just have a, I have a problem, though, when it's just these movies that are great movies that are carried by people sometimes, and we're just not going to do it because, for whatever reason, we don't like them. It's arbitrary, dude. It gives a shit. You know, well, right. you've said it before when we did Blade Runner, I love Harrison Ford, so... Yeah, you just you love him. just justice for Harrison Ford. You've never seen a Harrison Ford performance you didn't think was great. Yeah, other, yeah, other than like Kingdom of the, I don't like that movie. That's a bad movie. Wait. Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls. Oh which that, yeah, I forced hit, you to watch that movie. That ain't his fault. No, well, well, you didn't force me. That movie got really good reviews. Again, it was a bullshit review fucking situation. I know, but um, I, I didn't hear the end of that for for a little bit. And then I was like, yeah, I'll go to watch it in yeah. theaters. Oh, boy. he survived the nuclear blast. <laughs> Dude, that was even the worst. The worst with the prairie dogs. The oh, the, the fucking CGI prairie dogs. Yeah. The worst is is Shia LaBeouf oh, swinging yeah. with swinging. the monkeys, like a monkey. Yeah. That's the worst scene in the whole film. Like this well, that's is nonsense. It's now really bad CGI. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's also, yeah, it's no stupid. What. Yeah, it's of course. Dumb as but... fuck, no matter how good it looks, they could have gotten real guys to do it, which they couldn't because that's no. impossible. What he's doing, it just makes no, no. sense. Uh, and I don't believe Shia either for that. Honestly, I don't believe any of the actors really in the movie. That's a bad movie. It's, just it's a such bad a bad film. movie. Really it's bad. bad film. It's terrible. Um, but yeah, what else? Um, the I don't know if you really want. I don't know what you really want to talk about this movie because you, you wound up liking. Again, it. Again, this is the problem. This is the um, problem we have. 
it just winds we, up we going took into a big history. chunk of time shitting on rings of power so that was fun okay well um, do you know who uh so i'll give you just a i guess trivia about this movie you know there was two people originally supposed to be indiana jones before before harrison ford yes yeah, so oh i know one yeah. so famously if people don't know tom Selleck yeah. was supposed to be indiana jones apparently he was, he was off cast yeah he, he but, was offered first or, oh he he actually was cast i think he was pretty much cast but magnum pi I mean, became he, such a big hit that he couldn't do it yeah because his so his contract was superseded he couldn't do it right yeah but apparently like he could have if he really wanted to could have backed down and forced them to make him to help him shoot it but like he chose he's so essentially tom Selleck chose magnum pi that's <laughs> so funny to think about now it's easy in retrospect to say right yeah but uh because that was a huge show at the time right he, he also wouldn't have um, done anywhere near as good of a job though so yeah i mean i think he would have been he would not have had the humor and uh he has the gravitas but he would not have had the humor and lightheartedness um uh that because he's not as, he's not as good as an actor. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and I think he just if you've seen Tom Selleck, I, I I worked on Blue Bloods. Like I've no talked to people who's met with him, and like you know he kind of takes himself a little seriously. Okay. Um, you know, so so yes, famously Tom Selleck had to turn down Indiana Jones. Yeah. For Magnum PI, which certainly would have made him a movie star at least for a little bit. Oh yeah, he, he would have been a TV star. He wouldn't have done Quigley Down Under. Yes, right, correct. You know, he would have been a or, big star for a little bit. Ma- what are those series of films he does that he did of that cop? Like he does these TV movies. Matt's uh, Matlock. No, no, like Rick Stone or some shit. Oh god, I don't. Do you know those movies? No, I don't want to know those movies. Yeah, he's done. A, I've never seen one. Oh, so god. yes, Tom Selleck. So I know that one. That's the famous one. Who's the second? Uh, so no even before tom Selleck, supposedly they wanted jeff bridges to do it oh there was a lot of people who read for the role and stuff like that and they thought jeff bridges did the best out of everybody well he's got a great sense of humor too jeff bridges probably would have been good i i still don't think he would have been as as good as harrison ford i don't know if i'm buying jeff bridges beating people up like harrison ford did i don't know actually you younger jeff bridges was was in pretty good shape yeah well actually i was just thinking fat city well, beyond Fat City, what was the movie he did with um, Jagged Edge? No, no, something Heart, where he's the dad. Oh God! I mean, the man had a six pack. So at one point, he Jeff Bridges was actually fucking yoked. He was jacked as fuck. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the film now. Yeah, so I take that back. It was um, oh, it was in the 90s. It's not a very good film. I, I, I thought the ending American Heart. American Heart it came out in '92. So I mean, that's ten years later. But he is jacked in that film so yeah, yeah i do shape. take that back yeah um wow jeff bridges so jeff bridges was the first when they were they had a bunch of guys read for this role so they had nicholson read for it they had a bunch of people and supposedly uh lucas uh-huh. philip kaufman was one of the originators of the indiana jones character he wound okay. up have he wound up having to not do this movie for other reasons okay philip kaufman is a very good director if anyone doesn't know that he he yeah. did the remake of Invasion of the Body Snatchers and a, a bunch of other things. He's very uh-huh. good. That's one of the reasons why it's set in San Francisco some scenes. It's because he's from San Francisco. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah, his his granddaughter is married to Nancy Pelosi's grandson, I believe. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so they're very, very San Francisco. Yeah, it's very it's as San Francisco um, as you can get. Huh? Yeah. So he, um, whatchamacallit, um, they both. Uh, Jesse Stone. Jesse Stone? I was pretty close. 
Tom Selleck, the, the Lawman Jesse Stone. Oh God! It was a series of detective novels. Sounds like a Bo- sounds like a Bob Dylan song. Yeah, in the role of transplanted lawman in a series of made-for-TV movies based on Robert B. Parker's novels. Not series Indiana com- Jones. To date, the series comprises nine films. Oh, with the most recent release in October 2015. Was this Columbo? Yeah, um, yeah. Sorry. So okay. So Philip Kaufman. Sorry. No, no, no. It's just the uh, no, no. It's fine. They, um, it's just, they originally liked Jeff Bridges for the role. Um, but whatever that he did, he didn't, you know, I guess get it obviously. And then, uh, what's, what happened was Harrison Ford read for it. Lucas didn't want him. Okay. That's why he wanted Selleck because he didn't want, uh, him to be his Bob De Niro, he said. And he didn't right, want to he lean already, on him. He had already used them in Star, Star Wars. Wars. He didn't want to lean on him for all these movies. And Spielberg said he's Indiana Jones. <laughs> really? Because Spielberg's better than George Lucas <laughs> at making movies. <laughs> Lucas oh, is an excellent idea man. Yes. But making movies and seeing in like how it looks from a audience perspective and all that stuff, I, Spielberg's got it. Right. And he I was also right. think Lucas's ego. It seems that Lucas's ego gets in the way of his work a lot more than it does for Spielberg. Well, supposedly Spielberg wanted him to get co-credit for directing Raiders. Really? He, he, supposedly. Oh, so he was on he set was, and he was like, yes, very involved. hands on. Very involved in this movie. Okay. Very involved. Uh, originally it was supposed to be called Indiana Smith. Who so, came up with Jones? That I don't know, but whoever did is very smart. Yes. Um, Indiana Smith sounds stupid. Yes, I agree. Um, but yeah, uh, but the DGA wouldn't allow it for those rules because they weren't a directing team, quote unquote. Yeah. Huh. So, but um, yeah, very, very involved in the first one. Okay. Um, yeah. So, t- so, j- so Bridges got turned down. Like he didn't accept it and then back out. No, not that I know of. Yeah. Because this was early on. So they were thinking he was thinking about Indiana Jones for years before they even made the movie. Lucas. Lucas and Phil Kaufman, yeah. Okay. They started brainstorming together in 1973, I think. Oh, wow. And then after the... What year did Raiders come out? 79? No, Raiders? 1981? 81. 81. I think. Okay. So it was like gestating for a very long time. And uh, Bridges read for it in the 70s. And then... Because Lucas wanted to do it with coffin a bunch of times in the 70s and it just kept on not uh-huh. happening and then it wound up from what i think the story is he was on vacation with spielberg and their wives and they were just talking about what movies they were having as their like next projects yeah and this came up and spielberg loves james bond he uh spielberg wanted to do the next james bond movie whatever that was oh wow and he was thinking about doing it and uh he decided this could be the american james bond i want in on this project and that's oh, how it happened. Yeah. Was Lucas planning to direct, and then he gave it to Spielberg? No, he wanted Philip Kaufman to direct it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, he always wanted. So, to so Spielberg just kind of usurped Kaufman. <laughs> no, Kaufman wound up uh, not doing it because he wanted to do other movies, and the timeline didn't. Oh, gotcha. Didn't match. So, like when they actually got funding to do the movie, it was really only you know Spielberg was available to do it, and he wanted to do it. Yeah. Because it's it's very obviously based on James Bond a lot of the stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, James, you can tell. it's James Bond. It's serials. It's adventure movies from right. the 30s pulp, and 40s. Like pulp, pulp novels. Yeah, yeah, it's all great stuff. So, um, yeah, that's that's really it. I mean, I, 
I don't know. I don't know where you want to go with this. I, I'll say no, one thing. No, it is. We, we went there. John we went. John Williams uh, will be retiring. Uh-huh. His last movie. How old is John Williams? I think now? he's he's got to be like 91, 92. Wow, man. His last movie Jeez. will be Indiana Jones 5. Wow. So people don't know John Williams is one of the most famous composers. He is the MVP. He is one of the MVPs of this movie, by the way, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, he also he makes this movie. Also, Jaws. Yes. Um, if you look, Donna, Donna, uh, that was John Williams' idea. It was actually John Williams. Really, music solved the problem that Spielberg was trying to have in terms yeah. of creating suspense for the shark. Yeah. Like Spielberg credits him with that. Yeah. Like he was in the room and like Williams started playing it and he's like, oh, and that it made complete sense. Yeah. So uh, yeah, John Williams is a genius. Yeah. His the score to Raiders of the Lost Ark is 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 really good. Um, it. You know, it, everything is good about it. Like, when it needs to be scary, it's scary. Yeah. When it needs to be rousing, it's rousing. It's got the famous it's a great theme. Score. It's a great score. Yeah. It, like, it really, it peps you up. It's very energetic. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And it's just so iconic. I mean, like, yeah. you can't hear that music without picturing Indiana Jones with his fucking whip. No. No, I can't. Um, it's, so, it's so good. And it really added, like, I, again, it was something I appreciated more the second time around. Like, it fucking, like the music, just it's just so much fun. I have a question for you really before we go. Popcorn flick, yeah. Oh, about just just the movie. Do you find uh, Belloc the real villain of this movie? No, and I don't think he's supposed to be. I think there is sort of there is this sort of ambiguity to him. Mm-hmm. He's like he's this anti Jones in terms of like he also for similar reasons it feels like he finds that getting these archaeological relics is really important for posterity, mm-hmm. but he's willing to sacrifice his ethics and morals and will work with nefarious people in order to achieve his ends. And Willie's, um, Jones isn't willing to do that. Yes. That's what it felt like to me. Like he's, he, but he's also, it seems kind of, cl- he's also willing to be more duplicitous to natives though. Also, that's, that's what I'm they saying. They show that in the first scene. Right. Right. So yeah. he's, you know, um, and I mean, he tries to kill Jones in the first scene. So yeah. he's like, not a good dude. No. Um, but they're like he does actually try to save Marion. He does seem to have feel like she kind of tricks yeah. him to have feelings for her. Um, and like he is, I got the sense anyway that he's is kind of disgusted with the Nazis. Like he doesn't like working with them. Uh-huh. He doesn't like them. No. Um, you know, it's just he's an opportunist, and the opportunity arose. Yeah. Um, so he's a, he's actually it's uh, a very interesting character. He's a compelling character, he, and yeah. it's someone I again that's. A, uh, good thing you brought that up because that is a guy I appreciated more the second time around. Was he's a very good Bella. character? Yeah, I liked him a lot. Yeah, he's a, I mean he's a villain, but he's not as a character as a person, quote unquote. He's not. I wouldn't call him uh, pure evil in terms of. I mean I don't know. He does engage in evil, but he's not. Um, you know, in another life, that guy could have been a good person. Yeah, I, you know I, mean? I like that's the kind of sense you get from him. What I also find him interesting is that like he, he like this is somebody Indiana Jones could be. Like yeah, it's not far off. Right? Yeah, that's true. Just yeah, yeah. Little, like there's like a thin line that separates them in a way. Yeah, it's not that much. Um, that's I mean, why. I mean, he literally says in the movie, it's a little on the nose when he says, "I'm a shadowy reflection of you." Yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's accurate. He says yes, it right it is, there. It is right on the nose. But um, I mean, like, yeah. and let's and let's uh, let's strongman that. Like, yeah, Bellic sends the natives to kill Indy, but like. You know, Indy's going around killing people, too, indiscriminately. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the sword guy, you know, he doesn't know who this guy was. Like, the guy is probably just like a hired gun. Yeah. 
And then he's like, I'm just going to shoot you. I, I'm going to kill you. I don't care who you are. You're in my way. So I'm going to kill you. I mean, Belloc's kind of doing the same to Jones. Yeah. I mean, Jones's reputation prior to that. So Belloc's like, if I don't kill you, maybe you'll kill me. Mm-hmm. And maybe you've tried before in the past. Yeah, we don't know. So, That's what's interesting. So about we don't it. know. We know right? that there's a they history. Have a between history. Them, a yeah. very long history between each other. And that is another thing this movie does well is like, there is this history that um, there is this. You know, we're not being introduced to Jones. We're getting thrown into Jones's life in media res. Yes, um, and it really works. They do a really good job with it, mm-hmm. um, and you don't have to deal with any of the. the you know, they create enough context like that. Uh, and weave it throughout the film where you don't have to go through some bullshit of introducing, you know, how he grew up and all this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, he goes to Ravenwood and they have a history already and you feel that history. Yeah. Um, and it actually provides a nice pretext for their chemistry. Yeah. She's she's really, Karen Allen's excellent in the movie. As bad as she is in uh, Chris, uh, King uh, of the she's Crystal, so Skull, bad in Crystal Skull. She's good in this movie. Her and Crystal, she is. Crystal Skull is a really good example, uh, her performance particularly of... Um, this really self-aware acting where she's just constantly winking at the camera. Like she's just smiling at everything. And he says like, Oh my God, we're like, remember us. Remember like, Oh my God, Indy, you're being so indie right now. Right. Audie? Like it's almost like she, she was trying to fight looking at the camera and winking throughout that whole film. It's like, you know, and I think she hadn't acted in a while, right? So she's just no. like coming off the couch and is like, yeah, we're she just going to have shit fun. for years. Yeah. yeah. Um, so whatever. Okay. You know, at that point, the movie was so bad, so it gives a shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's such a weird, it's kind of a weird performance. And she does, to be fair, she edges into that territory a little bit with Raiders. Um, you know, I, I just think she kind of is like that as an actress where she has that, you could feel her self-awareness sometimes. That she, oh, yeah, I, like I in know. Scrooged. She's kind of similar in Scrooge. Uh, I didn't see Scrooge. Oh, I love Scrooge. That's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Bill Murray's also awesome Yeah, yeah. She's... Oh, yeah, I have. I, again, so Scrooge is another one that I saw when I was nine. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, so I have that. That would be a nice one to rewatch. Yeah. Yeah, she's. I totally she plays, forgot she's in Scrooge. She's the love oh. interest. And yeah. it's kind of similar. She plays, she's not a, she plays a very much like lighter version of Marion, not right. as bitchy. Uh, not that I'm saying that's yeah, a bad I have thing. No that's, memory of that's just bitchy. She's just very strong in Raiders. Right. Like, excuse my wording there. Um, in in Scrooge, it's more uh, light. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he found he wanted her for the role because uh, he liked Animal House Spielberg. Oh wow. Okay. She's really good in Animal House. She's yeah. great in that movie. So. Okay. Cool. Right. Uh, I mean, that's really it. I mean, I'd recommend the film. I mean, everyone John went it. in saying, I don't think I'm going to like this movie. We're going to disagree. It'll be good content. And look yeah. at him now. But I still I still think the ending's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> ending's a problem. Because nothing Indy did mattered. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and that is an issue, but we'll let it go because we did have fun along the way. We had a lot of fun along the way. That's a fun movie. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, what movie would you like to do next week? Um, I don't know. What are some choices? I didn't, I didn't even think. I was I was trying to think of a film I wanted a sequel to, the whole time, and I couldn't think of any. Can think one. I was going to ask that question after. Well, oh, wait, to, I'm trying what, to talk and think at the same time. When what uh, what's your rating for Raiders of the Lost Ark? Uh, my on my rating for Lord of the Rings is a zero. 
Uh, but what's your? What's <laughs> do we do? I'll do the first four episodes of Rings of Power. Yeah, it's getting a three from me. Dog. <laughs> uh, for me, dog. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> what did you, what's uh, your score for Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yeah, Raiders, uh, eighty nine. Yeah, this is like a ninety something for me. Yeah, yeah. Ninety three, ninety four. I love this movie. I'll give it an eighty nine. Such it's such a great movie. Um, you know, if it had a if I like the ending better, I mean, better. I mean, it could have could have been in ninety five. But like, at the end of the day, you know, you still. I mean, you are right. I mean, it's cliche, but it is about the journey. You know, in, yeah. in this film particularly, because like this film, especially because he doesn't really change. Film, film. He's no, not, no, he's, he's not, not a character that changes. He's an absolute really no, no, the whole he, entire he's time. An ar- he's an archetype. Yeah, you know, he's that archetypal hero. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, uh, the, uh, okay, do you have any suggestions for films? I, again, I couldn't think of any. I was only thinking of, like, so bad it's good stuff. Uh, so I was thinking, like, Roadhouse. Oh, let, oh I'll do Roadhouse or, since or we're in the 80s. Andrew I've never Road? seen Roadhouse. Okay, so I didn't really see it, see it. It was <laughs> okay. just kind of on. Like, I yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I had it on. And I'm watching it, and two things come up. Uh, Terry Funk is in it. Yeah, I knew that. He trained Swayze, didn't he, or some shit? Trained Swayze, and and I and he also trained. He, he was a, he was big with Stallone. Stallone oh, okay. cast him in a bunch of movies too. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which kind of makes sense. Um. Yeah. So I see, and I'm like, oh, that's fucking Terry Funk. Holy shit! And then a couple scenes later, I see uh, Sam Elliott come in, and I'm watching. I'm like. Yo, Sam Elliott was a really good-looking guy. He was back in the day, man. That was a handsome man. He came in. He has his fucking long hair. Yeah. Y- yo, I'm, I'm going to say right now, the man was a, was a silver fox. Yeah. <laughs> he was a very handsome man. I was kind of shocked by it because I always think of him as, like, fucking the, the dude and yeah. that kind of shit now. But he, he has, like, the five o'clock shadow. And he was a very handsome man. Um, um, also huge. He's very tall. Yeah, he's a big guy. Especially like, because I don't think Swayze was that short, but he like towers over Patrick Swayze. Really? At Swayze least from was over six foot. At least from what I saw, he was a lot bigger. Uh, so I'm so, like, I want to watch that movie because then I read a review from Ebert where it's, he said, like, this movie is really bad, but if you go in just having yourself a good time, just to like have fun with the badness, it's yeah. it's it's a good time. So you want to stick to the '80s? You want to do Roadhouse? We're gonna peel it back. We could do Roadhouse, and then we could do whatever you want, and then after we can do Roadhouse, we could do a movie you want. Okay. And then I want to do Gotti. Oh, Gotti's a great one. I want to do Gotti too. Want to do Gotti? Gotti will enjoy. Gotti's gonna be a so bad it's good. I have no doubt. I saw that movie. It's so I bad will, it's good. Yeah, that movie's trash. Yeah. It's awesome. It's it's really bad. It's fun. Yeah. So let's. Uh, okay. So Roadhouse for next week. We'll stick to we'll stick to the '80s. We're in an '80s groove right now. All right. Um, a couple of house cleaning things. Uh, we are the Flicky Podcast. You can like and subscribe to us on all uh, listening, streaming, listening things. So Google Play, iTunes, Spotify. You can email Apple, us. Apple. Apple Podcast. Excuse me. Apple. You can email at us. Email us at. Uh, flickypodcast at gmail.com with suggestions or a question or anything. It really doesn't matter. Uh, so, yeah, give us five stars. Give us a like. Please share us with your friends and family. We would appreciate it. Um, there was something I wanted to ask you before we went, but I forgot it. So I guess yeah. it's not, it doesn't matter that much. Couldn't have been that important. No. Okay. 
Um, all right. Until next time. Bye. Bye.